you're listening to Swinging Down Under, a podcast about the swinging, non-monogamous lifestyle, from two crazy Australians with over four years of lifestyle antics to keep you entertained, informed, angry, happy and horny. Join our international swinging adventures. And welcome. I'm C, crazy female Australian Sheila and believer of all things love, balance and sexy times. And this is Dee. I'll be doing my best to keep the dad jokes to a minimum, which is probably going to be highly unlikely. Along with that, I'll keep C in check where I can. Did I mention I'm a pilot? We'll be your podcast host for today, so sit back and enjoy the sweet, sweet melodies. G'day guys, welcome to episode 86 of the Swinging Down Under podcast. Uh, Excuse me. Yeah. It's not episode 86. Yes, it is. It is star date. Fuck off. It is star date 76. Sorry, star date 96, Mm. excuse me, or 97. I need to check out my star date calendar because I'm not sure anymore. It's too close to 86 and now you feel stupid. I do because I'm trying to round it up to get to star date 100. Excellent. Uh, We're here in Sydney and we are with the Negronis. Thank you for having us at your house yet again. There's a fucking surprise. We managed to like align ourselves with other boozers. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> As she sips at her espresso martini that doesn't have enough martini in it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Too much. Who are you people? Get in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about transitions from dating sites to eventually getting into the bedroom. And we're later going to mansplain vaginas. And then we've got a couple of listener questions if we end up with time. And we're recording on a new portable recorder. It is pretty fancy. Because there's been some feedback that the last couple of times we've been on the podcast, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it sounded like complete horseshit. And I'm actually just, I have to throw it out, might be because people think your voice is distorted. Is that your real voice? (laughs) (laughs) So rude. Uh, That's uh, for the Tasmanian Devils. That's uh, Mr. Negroni, a.k.a. Mr. Cookie Monster. So. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) But yes, we are recording on a new Zoom H5, so I really want to just uh, take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters. We actually used the support from, from Patreon to purchase said Zoom H5. Actually, no, we, we used the support from Patreon to buy enough alcohol to drink ourselves stupid enough to then buy a H5 with our own money. Oh, I see. Yeah. Potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> exactly. We, we just got drunk enough that we didn't feel so bad about spending the money on buying the... H5, I think. Yes, and shout out to Autumn Whiskey, who are our new, newest Patreon. Autumn Whiskey? Autumn Whiskey. Oh, I know, nice. it goes well with Negroni, right? Nice. I want to meet them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing open fires, whiskey, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Cozy jumpers. Yeah. Chopping wood with a sprinkling of snow on the ground. Open legs. I mean, whiskey bottles. <laughs> no, you meant open legs. Filthy, I did. Filthy monkey. <laughs> I did. Right, so let's get into it. Transitions. Dating sites to getting on kick, kicked, going to a date. So yeah, so yeah, so dating. Obviously, if you want to end up in the bedroom, there are some steps that you kind of have to follow. Unless, of course, you're the Negronis, and we'll mention later how they tend to pick up at bars randomly and bring people home. I don't think yeah, there's. Really. An, I don't think it's the Negronis. <laughs> I think Mrs. M- M- Negroni here may have been more. Involved Actually, it in was it. instigated by Mr. Negroni in this case. Was instigated it? by, but... Mrs. Negroni doesn't remember. <laughs> Mrs. Negroni remembers thinking yeah. it was a bad idea to do tequila shots, Tra- but tequila old fashions is a whole other matter. Tragically and somewhat controversially, name of your sex tape. Mrs. Negroni doesn't remember. <laughs> but it is it is um, something that we actually commonly get asked. You know, how do you transition from finding somebody on a dating site to then talking to them on kick and eventually going on a date? And then how do you transition into the bedroom? It, it's fucking hard. <laughs> and the silence is just resounding. It is. It's horrible. It is. Uh, I'm just fucking with you. I think more to say on the map. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I found it extraordinarily valuable. No, but it is a really big deal because you are, I guess, you, you have to put your best foot forward, right? You want people to like you, but you want them to like the genuine you in that first message, you know? So let's, um, we've spoken about our first message to you guys on a number of occasions. Too many, some might say. Too many. Uh, so, so Daryl, if you were to send somebody a message and you want to transition to kick, let's talk about how you would do it. Well, generally, it's let's talk on kick. I mean, yeah. that's how I roll. I, I, yeah, I use um, You're really, sly, really mm. sly maneuvering mm. where I just ask them if they'd like to transition to kick. Mm. And if they say no, 
then we don't transition to kick. All right, but how many mm. messages on the dating site before you move to kick? What oh, do you guys think? It does depend. I mean, some people also don't have kick. Some people seem to hate it. Um, so, you know, at that point, you still have to just keep doing it on the app. Oh, and that's plus, okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point because actually we're going to be meeting up with um, a slightly older couple. Yeah, they're in their 80s. Hardly. Um, but we haven't really spoken to them about messaging on Kick because it's just been about passing some messages forward on the actual dating they're, 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 app. And what we'd rather do is meet face-to-face. But in fairness, I think what we usually rather do is meet face-to-face anyway. So because we lead such busy lives, we don't spend a huge amount of time messaging to and from on Kick in a very long extended conversation before we decide to meet. We usually already worked out via the profile messages whether we want to meet in the first place. And so the Kick becomes incidental. So have you guys swapped numbers with them? Phone numbers? Mobile numbers? No. Not yet. Okay, so you're just literally chatting on the dating site and you're meeting these guys next Saturday? Potentially, yes. Okay. Yeah. And they're using sparrows. <laughs> Smoke signals, if you will. Hey, maybe that's our fault. We, we haven't even asked them if they've got kicked. See, so it's like I said, they're in their eighties, so uh, <laughs> they, they've only got flip phones. So maybe we're assuming that. They've oh, sorry, sorry, they live in the eighties, or are they in? Are in their well, 80s? if they lived that'd in the eighties, cool. that'd be amazing. It'd be like Stranger Things, but sexy. <laughs> it's funny though because I think I have actually probably judge people when they say they don't want to go off the dating site to a social media judge people you've I've out refused, refused to, yeah so they say they say don't want to download what the, anything WhatsApp or, or kick and and Kate just says well that being the case we'll just um stop talking to you oh but why what's so bad about I just find dating sites sometimes to be quite cumbersome what's so bad about the kick no, just dating sites are quite cumbersome. So I think that if you're going to talk backwards and forwards on them, sometimes like we don't necessarily always get an email alert, so it'll be days before we check, or the both of us might check, one might check and the other one doesn't, and so we don't really see it. Whereas like Kick, you can obviously have a four-way conversation. So, so yeah, I just I just find it really irritating that some people don't want to talk on an, uh, an item that's easier to discuss on when there's four people in the chat group. It just well, seems a bit crazy. So, yes, I've absolutely rejected talking to people any further on a dating app, they won't talk on a kick or a WhatsApp or a flubity boo. I don't know, any other. Harsh. A flubity boo. I don't know. I've never spoken on flubity boo. Haven't you? Is there such an app? It's very I'm actually going to look, I'm gonna look to, right yeah, now. I'm going to look right now. I want to see if there's a flubity boo app. But okay, so Daryl, you're telling people that you want to talk to them on kick basically straight away. Yeah. Mr. Negroni, you're having a few conversations. Like, what? what's the standard yeah. protocol? Is there one? There is no standard protocol. I mean, it, I think the only reason I get them across to kick straight away is because I don't have the alarms and alerts set up for all of the sites we're on. Yeah. True. And if we did have, I'd have more things in my inbox and I'd know what to do with because you get an update for everything, you know, such and such posted a photo of their fart. You know, I mean, I don't... <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. I don't fucking... I don't need that. I mean, yeah, to capture the, the smoke signal of the fart, as I mean, mate. Yeah, that I, is pretty cool. But, <laughs> but, yeah. I guess some people also just don't want to fuck around on apps like Kick all the time. It's just like, well, we've had a couple of messages. Do you want to meet or not? Mm-hmm. You, you don't need to know my life history and where I grew up and what my favourite brand of peanut butter is. I mean, do you want to meet for a drink or do you not want to meet for a drink? Yeah, I guess yeah. my concern with that then is if they don't turn up, there's absolutely, like, I just, I just feel like there's more of an opportunity to be ghosted if there's oh, no are you contact. Seeing? We're not really getting that anymore. That's not happened to us since the early days, the whole ghosting thing. But ghosting's a piece of piss as well. The way you deal with ghosting is just arrange to meet somewhere awesome. So if you get ghosted, you don't care. There is that. And then there's always the opportunity to just pick up people that are in the bar anyway. <laughs> Yes, that's true, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah, but from a ghosting thing, it's not going to make a difference, right? They've decided to pretend to engage with you on kick or whatnot, yeah. whether it's the message, whether it's the, the actual dating site, whether it's a, a messaging app, it doesn't matter. If they're going to ghost you, they're going to ghost you. They're not going to answer but your messages one way or the other. enjoy it more on kick. You're going to extend that ghosting conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but ghosting in itself is a whole other weird thing that people do. But yeah, yeah, Just a side note, there is no flippity boo app. Okay, thanks. Sure. Thanks for checking. Yes. <gasps> Quick, we need to knock that out. <laughs> the, I guess the, the thing, with, thing with Kick, out. though, is you can, when you send a message, you can obviously see if it's been read or not. And so I guess then definitively you know if you've been ghosted or if something horrible's just happened. And it's getting a little creepy, Kate. Okay. <laughs> it is. All right, well, yeah, ask, ask pretty soon to move to a, either a dating app mm. over to a chat function or going out on a date, right? 
But then yeah, from... pretty much. I think we just we don't expect a massive conversation on kick. We've worked out whether we want to meet people usually before that. Yeah, fuck kick. <laughs> so the more interesting part, ideally, is like going from the the, the date to you know, hey, do you want to come back to our right. place and do is that because you want to talk about sex? sex, baby? Well, let's talk about that. So you're on a date. What's well, going on? Missed the entire transition from the conversation about where it is you're going to meet. Are we? Or have you already discussed this in previous podcasts? Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, obviously for us. Yeah. I think it's nice to. It's definitely nice to um, for both people to make suggestions about places to meet as well. And I also obviously think that it's great for meeting halfway. You know. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good barometer. They suggest meeting a slaughterhouse. Probably no. Probably not, right? Probably no. So here's a secret. We prefer to meet people that live nearby because it's easier. Yeah. How far? I've got the thingy on um, Red Hot Pie set to 25Ks (laughs) because if you live further than 25Ks away, you're going to be fucking spectacular, quite frankly. So the couple that you probably possibly might happen to be meeting on Saturday, how far away do they live? A couple hundred meters, I think. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) In the general vicinity. So stumbling distance is your your general thoughts on that. They're the same side of the bridge. Okay. Yeah. And what about people that don't want to meet in their local cities, though? I mean, like, so there's some people that don't necessarily want to meet in their local bars. So these guys are, like, walking distance. So um, you're going to go meet in a local bar we are. up the road? Oh, no, we haven't well, planned that yet. We might not, but it's an interesting, somewhere neutral. But it's an interesting question because, hmm. first of all, their profile on Red Hot Pie has their full faces in their public photos. Mm-hmm. So they're obviously not that bothered about that, yep. which kind of appeals to us because... Yep. Fuck me, if somebody's that paranoid that they don't even want to meet in their local city, um, it's just exhausting. I'm not sure I could be bothered with that. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Is that fair. Harsh? I don't know. No, that's fair. It doesn't matter whether it's fair or harsh. It's your That's what you guys want to do, so. Yeah. yeah. Damn right. Yeah, but so, yeah, chatting and going to the date and then bringing the date home to the house. Yeah. So generally how you lead is let's go home for wine and sex, right? I've heard that wine and very cheese recently. Wine no, no, and cheese. No, 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 yeah, I may have been drinking. Oh, yeah, I have been. I, I drink. Um. <laughs> but again, I mean, asking somebody to come from the date back home to your house, again, I think we overcomplicate matters, right? Yeah, but everybody's a little bit bashful, right? But, it's always, hey, shall we, um, do you want to come back to our place and maybe have another drink? Whereas as soon as that leaves your mouth, it's quite clearly, do you want to come back to our place and have some sex? Because mm. that is definitely what you're talking about. Oh, except uh, sometimes when I don't mean it. So we've been in a bar before with um, a couple in our last suburb and we invited them back and I was actually, I really just wanted it to be for drinks because it was a work night and I was like, no, no, this is just, we don't want to stay in the bar, but we live just around the corner. So come back for another drink, but it's just going to be drinks because I have to get up tomorrow. So it's just going to be drinks. (laughs) I'm really explicit about it. So it literally is just drinks and we just got to chat a little bit more. That was very unusual. Yeah. But I think if you say that, like, hey, let's come back and I'm like, just so you know, this is not... This is not. And then you end up I know it sounds like we're coming back for sex, but we're really yeah. not because there is no time and I'm tired. Well, it's usually easier just to stay in the bar, isn't it? I guess it depends on whether or not you want to have like a bit more of a cosy atmosphere... Drink your own wine at home. Yeah, and I think it was that. Show I think them your comic book collection. That that show them your well, comic book collection. Yeah, yeah. Games, that. which you did. Um, no, I think it happened to be <laughs> that particular bar didn't necessarily have what we were wanting to drink in it. No. So it was like, well, we could just go around yeah. the corner for free and drink whoa, something nice. Whoa, whoa. There's things you don't want to drink? Oh, come on. We're being, yeah. It's very rare to find a good bar with an extensive list of each semi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm, I agree. I'm as aghast as you are, but there we are. This is the world we live in. It's not a fucking perfect place. Um, yeah, so I think you do. You just, yes, that's, that's, we're having fun. Let's, let's continue. Yeah. Or, you know, you could be more just you want to get on this that mm-hmm. kind of thing. How's the strike rate for that working for you? You want to get on this? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah? <laughs> You've never said that. No, I've never said that. So the strike rate's great then. I, I can't. The strike rate at this point is 100%. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't pull said it. Zero. You just witnessed me say it. I can't pull that. <laughs> it's nonsense. It's nonsense. So what, um, what about you guys from a transition perspective? What's your let's go somewhere else and ah. Oh, I know what it is. Games. You play games. 
Mm. You get the sexy cards. Oh, out. you do. You get the dice and everything out yeah. and see what happens. Daryl, what do you think the transition is for us? We generally don't play games if we want to take somebody to home. We might play games after we get to the home. Mm. But generally what will happen is Kate will get to the point where she's drunk and she'll just make a like a, a disturbing innuendo or just say, let's go home and fuck pretty oh. much. So, 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 so you think that this happens when I'm drunk and I'm being quite explicit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that, that, that happens, yeah. Okay. Either that or you tongue their throat for 15 minutes and then take them home. Yeah. And at that point, an invite is kind of surplus to requirement. <laughs> it's assumed. It's assumed invitation home. No, I mean, generally we'll actually just ask them to come home and then I think at that moment I will infer either play or not just for further drinks, you know what I mean? Mm. And that's what we generally tend to do. Mm. Even at um, even at the resorts or events, we've done that before as well. You know, it doesn't have to be at home. It doesn't have to be in your local city. We've also said, do you want to come back and hang out for a little bit, no play, kind of like let's just get to know each other a little bit more. Is the transition conversation the same at events and resorts? Or, I mean, because... Everybody knows. I right? think, yes. I mean, it's right yeah, but you know what? That's the entire reason most people Well, no, see, that's why you've got to be careful there. because so. all of the places we've been to are not swingers' resorts. They're yeah, swinger-friendly they resorts. Yeah, but they are. Yeah, but there's a whole lot of people there who aren't swingers. There's there's a whole lot of nudists. families and stuff. Yes. <laughs> you've, gen- you've generally not accidentally invited them to a wine bar that's for a chat, though, right? There are quite a lot of people there who have accidentally arrived at resorts. Not quite a lot, but there is also a portion of people yeah. who turn up. Hang, <laughs> hang on. Yes. Have you guys accidentally chatted up a couple who yes. were not on the scene whatsoever? They Absolutely. just happened to be staying at the resorts. So, no, they've got a desire or something, and sometimes there's just people there who are there on holiday. They've just booked a fucking yeah. holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fucking go now. That's hilarious. <laughs> What do they think is happening? Well, it's just, they don't read it. They just, it just see says, the like, fantastic it'll, it'll just say It'll just don't... say adults only. It'll say something and they'll be like, oh, all-inclusive adults only. Fucking brilliant. And they don't realise that everyone's trying to hit on them all the time. I want to go. That's, that's our bag. Brilliant. That could have happened to us years ago. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so we've, we've <laughs> had dinner. Totally we didn't tell you We've guys had dinner that. with a couple no. and halfway through dinner we're like somehow come to the conclusion that, oh, hey, these people aren't actually in the lifestyle and then just said, would you like to carry on drinking? Let's go have, like, we've got a bottle of vodka in the room and let's have a few drinks, put on some music and then just chat. Mm. Knowing full well that not, absolutely nothing's going to happen and it didn't happen. Really? No, really? 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 No, nothing really? happened. Really? really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel have like... yet to find a woman who's not... Yeah. I, 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 feel, I feel like we could have made it happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So my transition tactic was <laughs> fucked, is what you're saying. <laughs> Did did you flirt? Uh, with well, no, I think enough. it might just be more that you don't like Mrs. Negroni throw yourself at their vagina with no. your face. Yeah, no, that's probably true. No, it's always consensual, but you sure. But like, <laughs> I want to start with that one. I mean, <laughs> uh, not usually. Not usually. That's true. Yeah, so we we oh, actually we do the same thing. We just invite um, we just invite people back to our house and or room, and then I think pretty openly discuss what it's going to be the options i guess yeah do you find okay so wait options option a <laughs> the ladies take the clothes off the men don't option b i stand like this you everyone there. takes their clothes off we indulge in light petting option c we all put on masks <laughs> we just go for it what, what? options yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so you, you're making it sound weirder than Mrs. Grady <laughs> trying to face out somebody's vagina now. No, <laughs> so normally it's like, hey, let's just go hang out, or you know, or, or do you have like, these options on cards? No. <laughs> or we will just not, not yet. Or we will just say to somebody, hey, really interested in going back for some play. Are you guys interested? Would you like to go back and have a drink and have have some fun? I love Xbox. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what's hilarious is that I don't think I don't think Kate has ever. Use that term. Do you want to come back for some play? Okay. Maybe once. Okay. Maybe once. How often do you say you uh, Multiple that? times. You're an absolute liar. I feel like taking a poll. Uh-huh. Who are you going to poll? Like our ex shags? Yeah. That's yeah. not. You can't just go back. But if you reach out to people there now, they'll be thinking that you want to tell them that you've got fucking they've got gonorrhea or something. Um, I don't. Right. I don't think you've ever invited us back for a play. I'm, I'm hurt. Do you find the transition <laughs> any easier with people that you're meeting up for the first time or like the 20th time? Um, is, it, is it easier when you're on a date with a new couple to transition into play than it is with us, for example? It's more fun. Sorry. Really? Of course it is. 
Why is that? Because they're mean? Of course it is. Because it's just, it's just nice, right? Because you... <laughs> As opposed to the not nice scenario no, in front of you. No, no, it's just open worms everywhere. <laughs> it's just extra. It's just extra nice it's a bit because of fun. you've been there before and you know what it's like. So I know how they might feel slightly so, uncomfortable, and it's nice making people feel at ease and just having a nice yeah, time. In the so end how of it. is sex with Mister Negroni after so long now? <laughs> Since it's so comfortable and. <laughs> Not quite. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I didn't mean it was more exciting. Really. No, I just saying. meant it's particularly fun when it's somebody new and you know that it's kind of their first experience. You're all exploring. Yeah, yeah. You're helping them explore and, and, and it's nice. I think, yes, it is different, but only for the fact that on a first or second date, you are um, not necessarily friends with these people as such. And so having an absolute sexy type relationship is basically what's on the cards versus like being friends with somebody and then inviting them back home. But there's a little bit of Mrs. Negroni's fantasy you like in here as well, you know, Mrs. Negroni's retreat <laughs> for curious women kind of scenario, like being your perfect business. So. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> retreat for curious women. Oh, it's going to happen at that some point. That sounds <laughs> like Mrs. Negroni praying. Theme <laughs> it like Hogwarts. <laughs> It's like, oh, it's like my wands. Yeah, just <laughs> let me let me touch you with my wands. Which is which is just happens to be my nose. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about transitioning from them coming back to your house to then the playrooms? You what? know, and by playrooms I mean bedrooms, like a normal house, couch, floor, dining table. What else? We actually have several playrooms. Yes. Where? Yeah. Where do you guys normally have sex? Um, uh, yeah, well, usually, usually move to the bedroom. Yeah, I always definitely start things on the sofa, mm-hmm. but we usually move to the bedroom because the bed's just bigger. It's just more yeah, it's huge. Okay, how big is the bed? Ooh. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. You don't want it to be too big, though. That's it's double king, so it's, it's girthy as opposed to really, really long. <laughs> Sometimes it's too big; it becomes impersonal. Yeah, you know, you don't want it too long. I mean, people are only so long, right? But it's girthy. It's very girthy. <laughs> yeah. So how do you how do you do that then? You know, you're in the house and you're drinking wine and talking, and then how do you go about moving to the bedroom to play? I usually say, um, so based on the kit conversation we had, um, I have these naked photos of you, and I've looked you up on LinkedIn, so I know where you work. <laughs> if you don't with me right now, I'm going to send these to your employer. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're in what we call a horrible situation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I just take it from there, because I'm a decent guy. You're in so much trouble for that, even though it was a joke. I can only hope. Daryl, how do you do it? How do I do it? Yeah. Generally... I just walk downstairs with the cards and say, let's play a card game. See, cards. Well, there's a reason behind that, is that Kate's flirtability is generally pretty low. And in more than one case, the people that we're with are actually confused as to whether she's into them or not. Mm. I listen to the podcast, I know. Yeah, so... Also, I've been experienced it. (laughs) So with with that in mind, I need a way for them to understand that she in fact is interested in them, and the only way that I can achieve that in many many cases is to give her a card game. Normally, two cards are turned, and then she'll just say, "Let's go upstairs and fuck," like just like that. Okay, this is almost like therapy now. How how can we break down that two card barrier? From you atrociously flirting with somebody okay, so you want to go upstairs and fuck. I, so I, um, for anyone out there who hasn't listened, that's episode 84 if you want to go and learn more about flirting and the horribility that, that is me. The horribility. Yeah, the horribility. Oh, I've awesome. received so much shit from people from that episode. Like, yeah, Kate, you're shit at flirting. You're really? shit at flirting, yeah. Um, Sorry, were you on that episode, which I hadn't listened to, on a flirt, did you pretend to flirt on the episode? Oh, they did a little. It was it was it was diabolical. <laughs> it, it was it was so good. It was horrific. It was you and friends from the US. Which friends are they? That couple next door. Yeah, they're great. You guys are great. Um, it was very very um wonderful flirting. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. It was so bad. Uh, yeah, it is difficult, I guess, because unless you've got that flirting ability, then yeah, going from the transition from the house into the bedroom is quite tough. Something interesting that uh, we've discovered since then, now digging into the flirting and understanding how to get Kate or how to help Kate flirt more, is that for what she considers, you know, we're in this environment, it's quite a sexy environment, right? They've already. Our, they've already no, your kitchen's yeah. not particularly sexy. Are you sexy. calling my pajamas unsexy? <laughs> But in a swinging environment, you're already at the point where you're, where you're, if you're in the same house, there's a chance that there's 
something else going on there, right? An undercurrent. Let's call it an undercurrent. Mm. Even in a non-swing environment, that's always true, but go on. Uh, so you I think that's where I, I get into trouble to be honest yeah. <laughs> family reunions <laughs> so there there is the there, there is this undercurrent that's there right and, and I think my reaction to that is typically to, to actually engage with people and become more um, overt in the flirting and sometimes more sexual in the flirting as well you're not doing that licking your lips thing are you no, Good. just the top. <laughs> no way, just the bottom one. Whereas, um, where I think Kate tends to continue the same flirting scenario that she was occupying out at a, at a club, which doesn't involve touching their junk or asking oh. them to get their boobs out, you know. Um, and look, if somebody says no, then that's okay, but there's no harm in asking. Hmm. That's true. In, a, in the correct time and place. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you're saying Kate's flirting isn't a very... It's not... A, no, when, when you get into a sexy situation, she continues with the same flirting style that she has been up until then, which is actually fairly low-level flirting anyway. And she doesn't step it up a notch to, to, you know, to actually engage more and get things more sexual in the flirting. We have wasted this entire holiday. <laughs> just saying. You and I could have... Oh, been doing yeah. Um, you're totally like, touch my junk. It's fine. Go right ahead. It's no problem at all. You see, no, no. See how this you all like, she's so fucking disturbed by this. Yeah, but right equally, now. we've all been very sick and stuff as well. We have. It's been like oh, fucking in fairness. Yeah, you, you did infect us with whatever shit you got across <laughs> Singapore. So thanks for that. It's lingered. I've been picturing Florence Nightingale walking up and down the hall swinging a lamp. Yeah, there's a reason I'm in my jammies at what time is it? Six o'clock. It's rare, um, it's rare you encounter consumption in the 21st century. Here we are. <laughs> anyway. Mr. Negroni, how do you take it to the bedroom to close us out on transitions? It's never you that does it. It's rarely me. It's, it's, it's rarely you. So it's, you it's, absolutely, re- do you rely on Mrs. Negroni? No, 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 it just no, happens no. faster. Look, Kim, look, one thing we all know to be true is never rely on Mrs. Negroni. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, no, I, I'm, I, I would be very direct. There's, there's a couple of times where we've had um, dates around our house for dinner and stuff like that, and we're now sitting around having drinks, and I've just said, right, well, I'm going upstairs to the bedroom. Who wants to come? Like that direct. You actually did um, ask us that once. I don't know whether you remember. There you go. We went. You no, said no. I didn't. We went. Um, absurd. Yes, no, that's, that's Sorry, true. Sorry, you start with drinks. Well, but there's probably already been some level of kissing, touching, or, you know, foot stroking or whatever at the dining table, because we tend to have people around for dinner. Yeah. Yes, so which that, I think is the flirting piece that Kate is missing. Like the touching of feet and the, you know, inappropriate sort of uh, leg under the table, sort of touching somebody's leg. And yeah, so like I like how this podcast has turned into a Kate's shit flirting again, two episodes well, I, later. I think we should let that go. Um, <laughs> Sometimes I just come through in Mrs. Negroni's underwear and say, um, who wants to spank me up being a bad boy? <laughs> Not true either. What normally happens is, yeah, I, th- I think generally it's, it's a comfortable thing. If it, if it's two, if it's two couples, so if it's male, female, male, female, I think the females cuddling up or touching or kissing tends to be the first kind of step because there's nothing wrong with kind of getting close on the couch and a yeah. little bit snuggling and whatever else. And then that tends to start off. So, the yeah, women plus the men the are usually busy talking about sport or making something out of wood. <laughs> Metal, thank you very much. Okay, so basically it's yourself and then yeah, and forward. Not always, I agree. So there was so one thing I really liked um, relatively recently was we had um, just a single lady round and um, we knew kind of what was on the cards because there'd been lots and lots of group flirting and things beforehand, so it's been building up for quite a long time. And she came round for dinner and before we even served dinner... Mr. Negroni leaned over and just kissed her full on and went, right, well, we've got that out of the way now. Okay. And then, yeah, so that was... Yes. That, that. And then we still sat down to dinner yeah. and sat and had our wine and talked and everything else like that, but that first kind of thing had been broken and then... Oh, yeah, I mean, I can feel the sploosh from here. here. I straightened my bow tie and went about my business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daryl, uh, to close it out, anything else to add before we move on to um, Mr. and Mrs. Negroni picking up a single lady at a bar okay. recently and bringing her home? No. Excellent. Is, Excellent. I've got one thing. Um, I know I've already added one thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is the whole transitioning thing, is, is, this a, is this a big topic for generally the community? Do you think people are um, confused and awkward about this? People are very confused and awkward because they, okay, cool. they, they don't know how to do it. And I think the, the biggest thing is... much there's as a right way or a wrong way. As much as it's also very awkward, I honestly think that the most direct 
not direct, forceful and aggressive, but I think the most direct, hey, put your cards on the table, this is what we're me or I'm interested in yeah. or us. Yes, but that's fine and dandy if it's not a side swipe, like where you haven't been engaged with them, which is the, the problem that I face with you out with other couples is that I'm sitting there thinking that you're either uninterested or not wanting to engage with them on that night or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, let's take it to the bedroom. And I'm like, fuck. Like, oh, so you're not having a chance to communicate no. with each other. You can't read each other. Well, no, it, in, in this particular, once we get back to the bed, back to the house, it becomes a bit of a problem because there's no, there's been no lead up to it. And then I have to send, well, I mean, we still communicate, but it's generally via text message because that's the only way that we can fucking do it with while other people are around, you know, like, what do you think? Question mark. That's how many ridiculous. times? How many times have you how received you? that from me? You should try what a semaphore. Do you think? Question. Oh, Nobody understands semaphore, and you can do it right in front of them. Semaphore with the flags. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so don't. Well, one, you should probably come up with some sort of signal, right? And tug three times on your earlobe or something. No, actually, the also. signal. The signal would just be better if there were engagement up front, and it was more obvious that somebody was interested. And but not she's just already for me. invited them home. What more do you want? Well, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to shag them. Well, it should. (laughs) No, that's true. Well, depending on how the invitation was phrased, which is what she just said. But at the same time, honestly, are you telling me you have people around your house and you can't steal away for two minutes into the kitchen to help her choose a bottle of wine or whatever it is you're doing or help me get the cheese board out or just just have two seconds with your head in the fridge just quickly talking? I mean, it's not that hard, right? It's not not a big... I'm not, the only, I'm not the only person who's missing out on this tidbit of information. True, but at least if the two of you are on the same page, then at least you know how you're playing it, right? But it sounds like at the moment you're just connected. So that's 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 my question. Yeah, it's a big issue. It's a big issue. All right, cool. shall, shall we take a drink break and then come back with your story about picking up a chicken at a bar? Oh, sure. Let's do that. All right, good stuff. some sort of interest I'm about sleeping chicks in bars okay cool uh, <laughs> welcome back to the next segment uh, what we're going to talk about now is when Mr. and Mrs. Negroni recently picked up a chick in a bar in their local city a fun night is had by all moving swiftly on <laughs> <laughs> let's just start at the beginning yes. where, 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 where were you where were you in a local bar that is not known for its wineless or interesting people wow really you mean we're in a posh suburb on the lower north shore of Sydney where a bar is, um, let's just say it's trying moderately hard, but it's got a captive audience. There was a gaggle of women in their active wear at eight o'clock on a Friday night. Ah, Friday night, excellent. Drinking a bottle of rosé. I mean, I think you're being anti, anti-alcoholic judgy right now. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's all. I was just making a statement more okay. than anything yeah, else. You're correct. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, we couldn't get a seat at said bar, so we sat at the bar, which is our favourite place to sit. Yes, because you get supposed. to flirt with the barman. Because no, but you do get to flirt with the barman if you sit at the bar. You yeah. should never pass up you that get opportunity. Talk to the barman about alcohol, which sometimes results in free drinks. Secret trip tip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep that. Be in mind. interested in all the spirits and wines that they are pouring, and chances are they'll walk up and open something new, exciting, and share it with you. So moving right along to anyway. where you picked up a, some strange random chick at a bar, was it one of the women in their active wear that you? No. Um, Goodness you, no. Although they were incredibly interested in the whole proceeding from start to finish. but Is, is that because Mrs. Negroni stuck her tongue down the, the young lady's throat at some point during uh, the evening? No, in front of no, all of them. no, no, no. She did, however, show us her boobs in the bar. Oh. Not um, me. No, sorry. Not boobs. Um, one boob. A, bo- a boob. Do boobs come in anything other than a set of boobs? Well, she, well, she still had two, but she only showed us one. Ah, yes. Okay. It's that's not good behavior in a bar. I'm just saying that's that's not acceptable. Getting your tits out is not a good behavior generally in a bar, though. No. Mm. Point is, we weren't looking for anything. We were sitting at the bar. Then another single lady who was very attractive also sat down at the bar, and we smiled and said hello, and then fell to chatting, as happens when a single lady enters a bar, or indeed actually anyone sits at the bar because you tend to talk to couples or whoever else is sitting at the bar. Did she sit right next to you? Uh, no, she's not one seat away. Okay. As you would. It's like um, guys Mitch. using urinals. You don't go to the one right mm-hmm. next to. You yeah. leave space and you go to the one Unless you're going to say they do. Plus, you needed to leave a space for service at the bar because it's quite a small bar. Okay. So, yes. So, she sat there. 
And then eventually we kind of all ended up sitting next to each other and generally chatting. She did the same sort of job as me. She was on a very stressful project. She'd just had her hair done locally, but she was from another suburb further up. That's why she was in the bar. And she, she had a mean boyfriend. And she did. She'd she just broken up with her mean yeah. boyfriend. Really? Yes. yes. Who'd been body shaming her, which is what led to the boobs out of the bar after much, much later, after many, many drinks, was her many saying, drinks. he said my boobs were saggy. They're not saggy, which they weren't in any way. They were beautiful. Um, but he'd been quite nasty to her in that respect. So, yes. And we felt we had to redress that balance. Quite frankly, we, we felt duty bound to do it. So obviously over the course of drinks and, and chatting about work and life and relationships and all the rest of it, it one assumes it came out what we do um, lifestyle-wise. Um, and so after yes. many cocktails and wines and such had been consumed, um, we offered to continue drinking at our place. She managed to ferret out our secret when you said, hey, we sleep with women. <laughs> yeah. So yes, and but that transition was a case of me saying, Hey, do you want to just come back and drink some more? Doesn't mean anything at all. It's all fine. Yeah. Um, so we're always is exceptionally, I don't know, vigilant with That's true. single women coming That's back true. to the house and I always sort of say, Hey, does someone know who you are? And this is our address. And do you want to text them? So oh, that's say, nice. Yeah, no, I always do that because... That's a good tip. You know. So they feel very safe when you're asking them. Polite. I'm like, yep, yep, that's fine. So we came back and we had some drinks and you had good. something to smoke. <laughs> yeah, so we had a few drinks and um, Mr. Negroni was already three sheets in the wind at this point. And, and then she suggested smoking a massive, massive joint. So we did that and then... Um, I distinguish myself by falling asleep on the couch. <laughs> Which is actually a bit of a go-to move for you, either either pre-orgasm or shortly post. Yeah, all right. Don't jump on it too quickly, you fuckface. <laughs> Who paid for the bill? Did you pay for her drinks? No. No, no, uh, no. Maybe. Who knows? No, money, I think she paid for some of hers, and then when we started water. drinking together, it probably became a bit more of a split affair. I seem to remember her insisting on paying for all the tequila stuff. Okay. That's good. That's very fair. It wasn't really about that. Obviously, there wasn't enough food had, which is always a pity at these things because we'd just gone out for a drink and a light snack. And I, I don't know. So that's that, that. That's our story of picking up a chicken in a bar. But what, um, more do you want to know? well, I I think um, I think she had a very nice time. She certainly confirmed that um, via text um, that night, and then also because I made sure she got home safe in the Uber having put her into an Uber and got her to text me when she got home. And then the next morning she said, yes, we were delightful and what a lovely evening it was. And that was that. So it was nice to just get that confirmation at the end of the evening that everything was lovely. It's um, just a pity there was a grunting, farting, snoring whale on the couch. <laughs> so so yeah. aside from Mr. Negroni falling asleep on the couch, <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you actually play with her? Uh, <clears throat> yes. And how so, did she identify? Um, well, I don't remember. Um, but... I don't remember asking her directly. Um, I don't think she was necessarily by, but was open to um, suggestion, as I tend to find most women are. It's a totally sweeping statement. I'm sure there'll be lots of comments on that. But generally, when women find other people attractive, they're kind of fluid. Yep. Um, so no, she was lovely. Um, she really wanted to have a shower because she'd been at work all day. So first of all, she wanted to have a shower. So... Um, did the poor lady have to shower by herself? She did because oh, of the... Your bathroom's um, not really our, it's a, Yes, it's not a great bathroom in the new property that we live in now, so it's not really a double shower. So um, I, watched, I watched and held nice fluffy towels, so she was... But you, you know, would have. Well, like, you would have actually showered with her. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if it, if it had been possible shower, yes. and there was a room, yes, we'd have done that. Um, and then I took her through to the bedroom and, you know, <laughs> did my usual magic based on what Mr. Nagurney remembers hearing from the laundry so from my perspective, imagine being in an inky, deep, dark, black sleep and then slowly, slowly drifting up to consciousness and just hearing sounds coming from another part of the house that are not, not usual sounds. They're familiar sounds, but they're not everyday <laughs> sounds. And then once again thinking, that's good, as you fall back into the dark, dark blackness on the couch. So I think she had a nice time. That was my experience of the yes. evening. So, so actually very similar to any sexual experience you have. Oh, zing. Wow. <laughs> Set it up and knock it down. Well, I, I think apart from having a little bit too much to drink and not remembering enough of it, I think it was lovely and it was very positive because she came away obviously feeling a bit more body positive than she had been. Yeah, I just thought she was phenomenally attractive and looked amazing in the shower and we had a nice time together and I put her in a cab and said goodbye. What she was, was kick-ass. She was. She was, was that really, um, really the first woman that she played with, you know? Yes, she said that. Oh, good. We should, we should message her. 
Actually, what the fuck are we doing this for? <clears throat> yes, we could. Podcast, smartcast. Let's give of, her a call. Kind of got the feeling it wasn't. I think. I think the magic in that night was it being a one-off night. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily something Correct. to pursue. No, I think sometimes you need to know when it's uh, the stars aligned, everything came together, that was what she needed at that one point in time and it was lovely and it all worked and I don't think necessarily phoning her up and saying let's do it again was the right way to go. Yeah. So again, like I said, message to make sure, sure she was home safe, message in the morning to say thanks very much for a lovely night, thought you had an amazing body, she replied in kind and that was lovely and I left it at that. I suppose if she wants to catch up with you again, she'll message. She has our number, and that's fine. But equally, I wouldn't expect it necessarily to be her thing, because that's not really where she plays. Mm. So she's obviously, you know, wants to have a relationship with a particular man and move on that way. But she had a bit of fun that night, hopefully. So I think our point is... Hit on chicks in bars. They love it. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I got to keep her underwear, because she forgot it. (laughs) That's a little bit weird. Uh, super weird. Second, super weird. Second super. time I've kept someone's underwear. Super duper weird. Yeah, it's not like, on uh, purpose. It's nice. just one of those trinkets that gets left behind. You're like, trinkets. Oh. Ooh, it's trinkets. Like, oh, that's a word associated with fetish. It's like teenage man um, sort mm. of scenario where you hang it on the doorknob to prove yeah. that you got laid. That's not how it works at all. It just I happened to me and you left without that it. That's like person. serial killer territory, right? It's like... They left behind their trinkets. Mm, I love them. So the interesting thing about this is, though, that's not the first time that's happened to you two, right? Like, no. you've picked up at bars, either couples or singles. No, I wouldn't say frequently, but like a, a number of times over the past couple of years, no? A couple of times. Yeah, it's been a couple of times. A couple of times? I don't um, know what time you're referring now, to. Now, in all seriousness, who do you think typically drives this picking up at bars? I mean, not instigates, but drives it. Uh, Mrs. Hang on. Negroni probably drives it. We don't go out to bars looking to do that. No, 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 no. That's it's all that's coincidental. All incidental. I, I, I usually um, notice, but um, Mrs. Negroni tends to drive it. And, and how does she, back to the transition things here, how does it typically get driven? Because I think it takes some fairly overt interactions to get somebody to the point where, as a single person, you're going to take them home. You think that much? Hmm. You're a single person in a bar, and a couple who are sitting in the bar say to you, "Hey, how you doing? How's your night been?" Yeah, but how do you but, go from "Hey, how you doing? How's your night been?" and standard conversation oh, into "Let's go home but, for potential but, play"? Because um, we don't live in the 1940s anymore. I yeah. mean, if if we lived in the 1940s, that would have just been a general question in a bar. Hey, how are you? Oh, good. I'm glad you had a nice evening. Whereas um, nowadays, it's very much a question of um, you're a person in a bar. We're people in a bar. Want to bump uglies? You will generally instigate more conversation either with yes, the person at the bar or the bartender or through the bartender with the person at the bar because the bartender's quipping to the other person and you laugh as well and suddenly there's a connection. Mm-hmm. So honestly, people, top tip, <laughs> sit at the bar. Don't sit at a table, sit at the bar, pay attention, listen to what's going on. And that's not a pool tactic, it's just... I've always found the best things happen at the bar, even if I'm just out for work and I want to just chat to the bartender. It's a much more interesting, engaging experience to sit up in the bar than it is to sit at a table yeah. on your own or as a couple. So I we agree always with that. sit at the bar. We were in London recently and we were out having some cocktails in a lovely bar. And again, talking to the bartender, talking about different cocktails. Yeah. And there was a single guy sitting next to us who was about to be out on a Tinder date. Oh, there and you know. so he started talking about the fact that he was about to be out on a Tinder date and yeah. what he's looking for. And she, he was quite early and she was a little bit late. And so there was about, what, an hour, I guess, right? Mm. Um, where we were just yeah. kind of chatting. Where you were telling him to put a, just a huge dildo in her drink. And then you didn't realize, but she te- he texted that yes, to her. Yes, we were joking and laughing and The woman beside him fun. had said, put a huge dildo in her yeah. drink. And then she turned up and said, and said oh, oh, you're, you're the, the dildo one. lady. I said, <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> Well, um, but yeah. yeah, I agree. I think the bar is a great place to engage, but it kind of goes back to the whole standy uppy thing too. A bar normally has high, high chairs versus like sitting at a low table. I think the same can be said on being on a date where you stand up around a table in having tappers and engaging rather than sitting at a lower table. I think you can engage a little bit more if you're standing or mingling that way. It kind of leads into the fact that, I mean, at the end of the day, your expectations are friendship. And if anything else goes further, then f- fucking great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. I never, I never go to a bar going, all right, I'm going to score, I'm going to look out every single woman that's in the place or every single guy that's in the place and try and sit next to them. It's if you were to use the phrase, I'm going to go out and score a woman, I think I would probably drop dead on my... 
Um, Maybe right. that's a good time to transition. Yeah, let's transition. Let's uh, let's come back and have a very quick to the bedroom. Let's transition. Yes, later. Let's transition and come Still back to a very cheese. quick. This is uh, the wrong time to transition. <laughs> it's all about timing, people. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about mansplaining vaginas and what that really means. Quite a big segment, but we're back. Crazy vagina lady needs some clues from a man. <laughs> Doesn't know what's down there. Needs a bit of a hand. <laughs> then the men help out. <laughs> Everything is clear. Because that fruit. What? Seriously? What are you guys because talking about? Because a man You've only got three minutes. Yeah, you made to quit the basic and you're fucking it. What are you saying? Mr. Mansplainer. Welcome back to the mansplaining segment. Uh, I think we're this paused, is... do we not? No. no. Oh, that's going to that. that's gonna actually be our lead in now. Ouch. Yep. So in, Could be worse. in the car, Could be worse. in the car that was uh, the other day we were driving out because I drunkenly left my phone in an Uber. And so we were driving out to pick up. So who did? I, I um, Kate, left my phone in the Uber. Oh, she's apologized for this hundred times. Leave it alone. It was me. I did it. I just Um, need to uh, explain here this because people are going to think that I'm the arsehat here. The reason I'm being uh, annoying about this is because I got verbally fucking accosted saying that I had left the phone in the car. To to be fair, we drunk a lot. Yeah. So what happened was I, I stupidly left my phone in the Uber. That was my fault. I'm the person that is responsible for that 100%. Why did you drop your phone, Kate? Well, you see, Mr. Negroni was... Um, you were jerking him off in the I back of the car. I wasn't jerking him off in the back of the Uber. You were jerking him off. I will not accept that at all. Anyway... I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. So we we're driving out, and uh, I don't know how we're going to look the topic of mansplaining vaginas, but there was a, a comment, and I think... Daryl, I think you might have made a comment about vaginas and then Mr. Negroni um, advised you that mansplaining vagina is probably not the fucking way to go. And then we decided to create this segment and now you've both got to come up with some funny quips about mansplaining vaginas on the podcast. Wait, wait what now? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Don't. Uh, that's Okay. Thank you, Mr. Negroni. Um, Daryl, your counter. Don't. Yeah. No. No. Okay. We're uh, aligned on this. I, I feel okay. There's an alignment. Great. Um, Mr. Negroni, your counter. We're entirely neutral, like the pH of a vagina. <laughs> neutral like the pH of a vagina. Uh, uh, a healthy vagina. A healthy vagina. Uh, Dara, your your counter. Don't. Mm. Yeah, that's an echo. I feel like the echo in a massive vagina. I feel like we're going around in circles here. Uh, yeah. So, what about women splaining vaginas? Though that's you know. Do women talk about the states of their vaginas to one another? Ooh. Yes, they do. They do. I don't. I'd like to say you're the only woman that I talk to about it. Also, but anyway. just want to throw it out there, the pH of a healthy vagina is not neutral. It's slightly acidic. Ah, slightly acidic. Thank you. Mansplaining a yeah. vagina. <laughs> there Nailed it! <laughs> I have to say, don't know. I haven't really paid attention. Because you don't need to. You know what feels good. So? Yeah. Right, Mr. Negroni, how does that vagina Sorry, work, sir? Have you... Oh, I've got no idea. I've barely even seen one. I, I, I'm not engaging with that topic at all, but... Let's see. Mr. Negroni. Ooh, has... yes. Actually, here's a good question. So, um, oftentimes on social media or other platforms, you'll see a lot of women talking about the whole labia minora, labia majora, everything else, you know, um, oh. and am I normal, am I not normal? and shapes and everything. Yeah, you know, do people like me and everything else? I mean, in your, uh, you know, vast, vast, extraordinarily vast experience of many, 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 many different kinds of vaginas. Yeah. Um, we have lost count. Yes. Twelve. Yeah. yeah um, okay. I mean... Have you found what do you think the difference is? Well, if that's any. a very interesting question, Kate. And, and and let me put it to you that I will answer that question forthright if you tell me why you put brackets around the words episode eighty six in your notebook. Is it I, because you're now not sure whether this is actually going to be an episode or not? No, I just doodle, so You just um, doodle, are really? For everybody out there listening, I do have a notebook where I like add notes it, and it just feels cross like things off. Quite a specific doodle. No, it's because um, because she's not sure whether it's episode eighty six or star date ninety seven. No, it's not back to that. That was a disaster. <laughs> they're, they're all marvelous. I mean, um, some are larger and some are 
smaller and more petite, but um, generally speaking, they're all pretty fucking good. I, I, I don't care. How, how do you feel about penises? Are they bad? I think, should, bad. I think we should stay on top of your vaginas because it's okay. where I feel most comfortable. Uh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> let's face it, people. Um, yes, yeah, so let's how, face your vagina. God, why are we asking me? You're the fucking scholar. No, I, mean, I spend most of my time down there. Um, so I, I think it's interesting. There's so, so many different shapes and sizes and the rest of it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's great. I think the whole exhibition of Mona almost does it justice with regards to the different shapes and textures and things that are coming out there with flurry bits and not flurry bits and all very retained and other bits that are more protruding. And I, I, But it's all one lovely thing. So I, I think it's upsetting that there are some people who feel that they need to get trimmed and shaped and tucked and whatever to face a model that's not remotely... I think we're remotely I, I, normal in any way. I think I we have to be careful that about that. I think we have to be careful about that, though, because a person's image of what they what they want their vagina to look like, or their penis for that matter, mm. does not necessarily fit any expected norm. Mm. And with that in mind, what they have currently may not fit what they believe is the expected norm. Now, the reason I bring that up is basically because if Kate hadn't have been able to meet that with surgical means with her breast augmentation, then she would still be very unhappy with the fact that she didn't believe she looked like a woman. So I think we've got to be careful here Mm -hmm. that that we don't also – not careful. I mean, if people make changes because they feel it's necessary for them rather than they feel it's necessary to fit in with society, then so be it. I Mm -hmm. think that's perfectly – Okay, but I don't think it it's is. okay for people to be shamed to the point where they do it because they feel like mm, they they need to fit a stereotypical norm. Which let's let's be honest, in this particular case, it's what we see in porn. Yeah. You know, that's that's what people are trying to to yeah. aspire to. But in a lot of cases now, porn porn stars' vaginas are not that traditional norm. You know, everything. Everything tucked in with their nothing being exposed. That's yeah. not what porn stars' vaginas look like anymore either. I think people are becoming even more appropriate in terms of what they're doing with porn to make it look more real. Porn's not real at all. You know, yeah. it's a fiction. Yeah. I hate to hear that anyone would feel they're doing a bad thing to make themselves feel better. No, you're right. I didn't mean it was. No, a bad I know thing. you. I know I, you. I, didn't. I, meant, I, I feel it's a pity people feel that they need to in order to conform to a norm. I've never seen a vagina. I don't think it's beautiful. I just. It's like it's it's like a rose, right? They're all different shapes and sizes, and 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 you know, some of them are small and don't have many leaves, and some of them are beautiful and open and blossomy, and I don't know, they're just they're just beautiful. So I don't think there's any need. To I feel the change. same about penises. Oh, yeah, well, they do actually look a lot more like a fucking rose than a vagina. Hey, uh, Mister Negroni, can especially you, if they've still got the foreskin on. Can you just lead us in with a lovely uh, mansplaining vagina song before I read some? I want to talk about some amazing vagina facts that we should all know and you quiz you. Put me on the spot. Yeah, absolutely. Like fucking mansplaining song vagina. Vaginas. Yeah, go. Crazy <laughs> She has got a vagina. <laughs> but it's full of cocaine. <laughs> Probably shouldn't go there. Okay. Thank you so much, She's Mr. Negroni. No, you just you can stop. No, no, it's going well. Let's keep it keep it going. <laughs> we should probably leave, but let's make another date because you never know. Excellent, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, um, I'm going <laughs> to give feel you. That was my best work. I'm going to. I'm just. There's. There's 20 facts about um, vaginas in front of me that I. I'm going to randomly ask questions around the table about. Are you ready? If Mrs. Negroni is ready to just lean back, there could be 22 okay. facts about vaginas in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Negroni is wearing pajamas. You can't see. Anything. Okay, for starters, you're probably not using the word word right. Um, Thank you very much. Of course it's a vulva. Mr. I mean... We're going to high five. Yeah, but it's just become a colloquialism, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, it says it's a colloquialism. So oh, good for you. Yeah, we're going to high five. Okay. We're so internet ready. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let me see. Um, what's uh, the internet? <laughs> the fuck is the internet? Daryl, why would somebody say that their clitoris is more like a penis than you realize? Massive and tumescent. Yeah, no, she absolutely because it does get erect. It yeah. does get erect, and also uh-huh. it's uh, it's a grouping of similar nerve endings as Ooh. it is with a penis, the tip of a penis. Fuck, I'm turned on by your knowledge about this. So the and, and it's like got a little hoodie type, like this is so an inner. Yeah. The clitoris has eight thousand nerve endings, and the penis has four thousand. Mine's not. 
<laughs> You've just mine's got at least seven thousand. Okay, good. It does. What happens uh, as you? Does anything happen? What happens if anything does happen when you get older? It's your vagina. Does it? Fall? Uh, vagina's, oh, vagina. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. So God, vaginas start. Holy shit! Vaginas, that's a topic. <laughs> vaginas generally start life as an innie, and during puberty, they tend to um, either change to an Audi or remain an innie. I mean, it can happen either way. From there on, they typically get on, darker. Are you talking about belly buttons? No, I'm talking about... <laughs> they typically get darker um, as you go into uh, like the, your 30s and 40s. Like in colour or more evil? Darker in colour. <laughs> <laughs> and on Mrs. Negroni, probably a little more evil. Um, <laughs> but, and then um, generally post... Uh, post Menopause? Postmenopausal, um, they typically lighten in colour and become more full. Okay, so the uterus is pulled upwards, which changes the position of the cervix, allowing the vagina to become longer. Obviously, as you get older, oh, sorry, you were inner two thirds of the vagina well, acts well, differently, and yes, your vagina does actually your labia do increase in size as you get older as well. So that's something to look forward. And change colour. I thought that was just fat. No, <laughs> I thought it was just coloured booze. Um, Mr. Negroni, what percentage of women uh, would climax from vaginal penetration? With me? <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit! No, <laughs> not a single one. Um, I'm gonna. I, I well, don't I mean, know. You never has, but so. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna throw out there a thirty percent. Thirty-five percent. Holy shit! That was dead on balls accurate. High four. Yeah. Uh, Except for all the women that I surround myself with, who all seem to be able to do it at the drop of a hat, which is really uh, annoying. Uh, but there's there's having an orgasm, and then there's having an orgasm. Right? That's true. My clitoral orgasms do rock. So, so uh, uh, why, that's a whole um, other Mrs. Podcast. Negroni, why is your um, vagina self cleaning? Self cleaning. Self cleaning. Because I don't put anything else up there. You put a penis there occasionally. I mean, that's a pretty black and white response. I mean, you got to actually handle it. Because she's incredibly efficient, and if it wasn't, she'd give it a horrible performance review. <laughs> okay, so it says the lining of the vagina is made up of various glands that release fluids designed to cleanse and lubricate. If you use soap, it will interfere with the vagina's natural flora, which can upset your body's pH balance, which we just discussed earlier. It should be slightly acidic. 3.5 to 4.6. 3.5 to 4.6, is it? Quite acidic. It is actually quite acidic. Yeah. Huh. You know why it is that acidic? Yeah. To kill off semen. Yeah. Mm. The ones that don't make it, the ones that aren't powerful and strong enough to swim. Filthy, filthy semen. Daryl, can you mansplain Kegels to us? <laughs> uh, the Kegel exercise is an exercise which um, is the pelvic, uh, pelvic floor exercise to t- it's supposedly designed to tighten the vagina, but it recently, over the last maybe six to twelve months, what has been um, understood is that the Kegel exercise does really do not a lot for um, for tightening the vagina, but it does do something to help ladies post childbirth with um, their sometimes bladder control. Yep. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, it's not so there's a whole discussion around weighted kegels right now and there's no proof at all around weighted kegels being of any particular benefit to improving your pelvic floor in terms of your vaginal strength but you're still going to borrow mine anyway yes i'm still borrowing your kegels yeah Yeah. they're not kegels oh sorry they're they're, um they're Benoit balls, which is a totally different yeah. thing. Benoit balls are they're Luna beads. Ben, Benoit balls are designed balls. to make make you horny, not make your kegels better. Okay, all right, thank you. And by the way, men can also do kegels, and it's highly That's recommended true. for men because the prostate, mm. as far as a lot of people are concerned, is not entirely in control of your urinary tract. In fact, your your Kegel, Kegel exercises muscle. will actually help that along the way. Also. I'm doing them right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and a man can do them. I'm doing them also. And I, think, I think everyone, I've also been actually everyone who is now listening is doing, doing them just Kegel. to go, oh, yeah. Yeah, flex your Kegels. That thing you're meant to do, do well. all the time. It's also quite that. helpful for keeping a man erect as well, just FYI. Yes, I actually, since you started talking about them, I've been sitting mm. here doing them as well. Mm. Mm. So Kegels. Mm. Um, all right. Since you started wait, talking about keeping a man erect. What about Stevie Cat? Do you think she's doing them as well? Yes. No. She, she is. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Negroni, have you ever heard of pink balls? No, but that's not a surprise for me. Mrs. Negroni, have you ever heard of pink balls? No. <gasps> oh, wait, is it like blue balls but for a chick? Yes, but why? Why? Because yeah. um, men are rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. I concur with Mr. Negroni. <laughs> so it is estimated that 47% of women actually um, feel the pink balls, which, yes, are similar to a man's blue balls. And um, most women actually don't know what is the cause of it, but oftentimes they mistake it for an STI or an infection. But like the male equivalent, there's nothing dangerous about it. I would okay. like to attest to the fact that blue balls exist mm-hmm. because I have gotten to the point many times in my life where I am in serious motherfucking pain to going to the doctor pain because I haven't had sex in a while. Sorry, so, but you masturbated. No, no. So oh, when we're talking, sorry, we're, that's a lie. So when we're talking that, about that, that's not true. When we're talking about a constant arousal scenario without a without a finish, Correct. you get to the point where you, and I've researched this because I wanted to know what the fuck it is. The vestigial um, muscles that were used to lift your testicles back into your body when mm. you were a ground dwelling four legged animal are still there, hence why they're called vestigial. They, unfortunately, because they're not designed now to lift the weight that we have, and they're, quite, and they're quite small, and uh, when you, if you over-exercise those through being aroused for a long period of time, you actually effectively get cramps in those muscles, huh. which, let me tell you, fucking hurts. That's interesting, because Mr. Negroni actively seeks that out. Really? You like a sore set of testicles? Yeah. Well, no, he likes like a lot of teasing and... Oh, yeah, but no, how, how, many, how long are we talking over here? Because this... Uh, so far, about eight years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take that back. I take that back. I take that back. I shouldn't even have said that. Oh, this is so much fucking trouble. It's not even been like 12 hours. <laughs> there, goes the, there goes the next eight years. Yeah, that's pretty fucking <laughs> Don't make it so fucking easy. Come on, that was easy. Okay. Okay. Um, let's let's wrap up mansplaining vagina with some slang terms. So each of you gonna go around the circle. Oh, this is gonna go. Oh, this is gonna happen for a while. I don't think it will. No, I think it's gonna. End. No, I'm gonna run out quite quickly. That's oh, what no, I mean. So okay, so I'm only okay, gonna go, go. I'm gonna go, Mr. Negroni, Mrs. Negroni, and then Daryl, and then you each have to go, and then we're gonna stop, and then we're gonna finish the podcast. Is everybody ready? I was born yes. ready. Okay, uh, Mrs. Negroni, let's slang. So let's just establish up front, yeah. though. I cannot be judged for the fucking the the sure. the disgustosity that I'm about to yeah, spew you can, from my mouth. Know, you, okay. you can be judged harshly. Judged. The reason is that I sat beside a girl at university and we wrote on the table all of the names we could think of. She wrote all of the names she could think of for penis. And we did this over a full semester, so a third of a year. Did you engrave them and into the table? Yeah, of course we did. Yeah, yeah. Of course. What year did you go to university? So she uh, she, she wrote all of the there. names, all of the names for a penis, and I wrote all the names for a vagina. We ended up with I ended up with two hundred and something different because I started asking people for names. Two hundred plus Did names for a vagina. No, and then. I know. I feel he was missing a trick there. I feel yeah, that was she, like she, from she some was early university work. We didn't transition very well, darling. No, no. All right, so okay. General general word for. So hold on. So everybody, play at home. Play at home. How many can you get? Okay. Okay. Mrs. Negroni, go. Clunge. Clunge. Flower. Flower. Bleeding axe wound. Bleeding axe wounds. Pussy. Pussy. Hunt. Hunt. Twat. Twat. Minge. Minge. You're done? All right. Well, V-dub bonnet. Okay. Um. But I, I don't like. Peach. No, no. It's Mr. Negroni's turn. Yeah, I know. I'm helping him out. Safe repository for my purple-headed wound ferret. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're, you're all pretty shit at this, but JJ, Vaj. No, whoa, 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 I'm not finished. You're, no, you're done. No, I'm not. You're the winner. Oh, yeah, okay, but I still have more. Yeah, but I just included the phrase purple headed. Split, snatch, cooch, coochie, cuda, coos, cozy, gash, hole, muff, flange, minge, box, quim, pocket books, poon, poontang, purse, flood. No, so fud is a Scottish term. Why don't it you is. know that? Fud is, yeah. uh, Nether regions, lady gardens, girly bits, private parts. Uh, you missed beef curtains. Maybe your sex tape. Oh, I'm sorry, flower wasn't on there. Mossy Clef, hot box, squeeze box, vertical smile, chow chow, love tunnel, cherry, beaded clam, furry taco, tuna taco, fur burger, cream pie, beef curtains, meat curtains, meat sleeve, hair pie, honey pot, beaver, pussy, kitty, rat, pantry hamster. Oh my god! <laughs> pantry <laughs> hamster? Hang on, none of us even said pussy, that's hilarious. I no, said pussy, pussy. Oh my god. Uh, pantry <laughs> hamster is not my fucking favourite. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Privates, private parts, bits down there. Peach flower, kitty, tutu, wee wee. No no cookie, muffin, cupcake, teeny, fanny, front butt, woohoo, yeah. no, no. no no, no no, that's, that's just weird. And there we go. Um, 
Don't. Wow, I think that was a loving note to finish on. If well, anybody then. ever mm-hmm. says, don't touch my no-no, your <laughs> response should be, yeah, I won't. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so yeah, so thank you very much to the Negronis for joining us. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Episode maybe 86. You can uh, you can catch the Negronis on Twitter if you just... <laughs> If you just uh, look for our Twitter and then see that we've tagged them constantly, or they are at Negroni Cake on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, you're so, you're my Twitter sheath. <laughs> Twitter pussy, great. Um, so thanks very much for joining us, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that. And yeah, Daryl, any other things, thoughts, comments, questions, remarks? Just apologies for the uh, for the axe wound comment. Um, you know, I know this <laughs> no, is going to come horrible. up somewhere, but it's mm-hmm. I did no. I did ca- provide caveat. Up front, and I'm I'm apologetic if you didn't like it. Just stop listening to the podcast, and please don't send yeah. me an email to tell you're me right, how horrible I am. Stop listening yeah. to the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. If, you're, if you're upset, you should stop listening to the podcast. Can you please stop getting people to stop listening to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was uh, that wasn't the Gronies. That was transitions. That was picking up at a bar, and that was mansplaining vaginas. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah.